Council approached the bench. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Because it matters. Pulls up three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Wins the game at the buzzer! You can't handle the truth. What's going on, folks? Welcome back. I'm Conlon Farrell, as always, with a new name this week, Bench Points, and we are going to bring you the same top-level content on this week's show. We go back to episode one, who I had on originally the co-founders of the Top Notch Sports Law Podcast. Dan Wallach and Dan Lust join me on tonight's episode of Bench Points. Guys, how are we doing? Great to be on with you. Hey, the rebranding. We're here for it. Rebranding, but same, not, nothing else going to change. Same format, same squeaky hammer. Listen, I'm still the judge, the jury, the executioner. All right. And we are going to get through these topics all on the gridiron tonight, fellas. And so let's get started. Let's go right away. We know how it is 45 seconds on the clock. We'll each be given a chance to issue an opening remark and then a rebuttal, and then we'll decide. So this time we're going to start in Washington, D.C. With Dan Snyder, the owner, or the current owner, I should say, of the Washington Commanders down there. So, Dan Snyder, a year from today, is he still the owner of the Commanders? Now, at the Bench Points Sportsbook and Casino, where I am the odds maker, and I will take all your action. I'm going to put on my action-taking glasses here, and I'm <laughs> going to set the line, folks. Gentlemen. At minus 180. I feel like I'm reading, you know, I mean, the slips at the end of an episode of Survivor right there. But we'll say minus 180. Dan Lust, you start us off tonight on tonight's episode. Why is that a good bet? Tell me if that line needs to be adjusted. And, uh, I mean, defend yourself. Go ahead, sir. Okay. So, um, first of all, bench points. Ready to go. Okay. Um, Listen, I'll I'll say this. Minus 180 basically tells you that the public thinks this thing is – definitely going to happen mm-hmm. uh, for about you know a decade plus Washington fans have been clamoring. We need to have them sell the team. We need to get rid of the t- team. Listen, I, I feel confident. I don't feel minus 180 confident. So if I'm uh, operating like conduct detrimental sportsbook resorts world and casino. Okay. I, I, I think we're going with like 350, 400. I think someone would be insane to price at a minus 180. They're not getting any action whatsoever. I think it's most, the most likely it's ever been today. But saying it's minus 180 tells you it's like a virtual certainty. And I certainly don't feel that confident. Um, I'd like it to, but I, I just don't feel that confident today. Dan Wallach. I take that line all day long. Are you kidding me? Uh, first of all, where there's smoke, there's fire. The walls are closing in the, on Dan Snyder. If it's not the uh, sexual harassment uh, situation, skimming of profits from the owners, more to come out in the John Gruden litigation. When the leagues want somebody gone, they disappear very quickly with the National Basketball Association. Bruce Levinson and uh, Sterling were both out of there within a matter of a couple of months. Jerry Richardson in the NFL, same thing quickly. Uh, So if there's anything to these allegations, the league will not want this hanging over the goodwill of the NFL for that much longer. It's going to happen fast. Dan Lust, your 30 counter. Well, well, here's the thing, Dan. I uh, listen. Dan Snyder's out here giving Dan's a bad name, so I'm I'm all for him getting booted. 
But it was about two years ago, right, with the sexual harassment, toxic workplace stuff. This is percolating. This is something new, but I, I would think he would have been kicked out already if he was really going to sleep with the fishes or whatever kind of organized crime analogy you were making. So I, I think it's likely. I, I just don't think it's minus 180 likely. You know, if I'm a better, right, I'm gravitating toward the casino that has the plus 300, plus 400. I, again, I don't, I don't think the public thinks it's that uh, virtual certainty. That's, that's it. That's all I'm saying. Dan Wallach, round us out. Topic one. Okay, here's the uh, here's the great equalizer here. Why I think it's going to happen a little bit more quickly. There's another dimension being added to this debate, which is the role that Congress is going to play and the Federal Trade Commission. Congress has the ability to make life extremely complicated for the National Football League by repealing the antitrust exemption, uh, repealing other federal laws, imposing new obligations. Congress and the FTC can do things that the league and the civil litigation process were uh, are unable to, to accomplish. It's going to happen fast. All right. Fast and furious, just like our segment there on topic number one, Bench Points, the rebranding of our new show here. Dan Wallach, though, we're riding with you as he is live on location in the Bench Points Cigar Bar down there <laughs> on the good soil in our uh, lovely panhandle state of Florida there, Mr. Wallach. Yes, minus 180. I think the last point that stuck with me the most was now Congress's involvement in this whole fiasco can make life on the league extremely difficult. The league's already got a number of issues, and we'll cover them in the subsequent uh, topics here to come. But they've already got another issue, Deshaun Watson, Brian Flores, his lawsuit. This piling on here, minus 180, Dan Snyder. You've uh, seen your last game in the owner's box of the Washington Commanders. All right. Well, I, see I'm not gonna, I see how it is. I see how it is common. I'm watching. Hey, you. listen. Wait listen, a second. I, wait a second. There's a trend here that's been developing over the last couple of episodes. I race out to a one nothing lead, and then you give lust the last two segments, and I. How lose can you two say to no one. to that hair? Well, you, what do you want me to do again? Hey, come on. Listen. Well, don't run out of gas this time. We got two more uh, topics coming up here, guys. All right. Dan Wallach defends the line. We hold the line at minus 180 there for Dan Snyder. He's going to get a, he's going to get ousted in DC. We stay on the gridiron. As we mentioned, a full football show here on Bench Points, the rebranding. Deshaun Watson, that's been our well, our go-to bread and butter in sports law for the past 6-8 months because the story keeps getting juicier. So now, both sides agreeing, both Tony Busby and Deshaun Watson sides mutually coming to terms with the agreement that they will not conduct a trial on these civil lawsuits until after March 1st of 2023. That moves us to our next question on topic number two here on bench points. What, which season, excuse me, will Deshaun Watson be suspended for 2022 or 2023? Dan Wallach, I kick it to you. We'll go here because of the trials being pushed back. Does that push back a potential suspension for Watson? Go ahead. I don't think so at all, because I don't think that this matter will ever see the light of day in a courtroom. Deshaun Watson will likely settle this case and get or these cases and try to get closure as quickly as possible, because from his vantage point and from the Browns vantage point, it serves no one any good to delay the suspension until the 2023 regular season. Take the hit now. And, you know, by the way, the trial delay has nothing to do, and it does not foreclose the NFL from conducting its own investigation. There are a year into this. There's mm -hmm. enough evidence on the table for the NFL to take action in the 2022 regular season. Just take your lumps now. And in the long run, uh, the 2023 season is going to be far more important 
for the for the Browns and 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 Deshaun Watson. Dan lost. Go ahead. I mean, if you're going to suspend him for the 2022 season, it kind of presupposes that he's going to come to some type of settlement ahead of time. So let's let's not everyone forget at the end of October of 2021, Roger Goodell basically said they didn't have enough to put him on the exempt list. So I'm not really sure what has changed other than that he beat the indictment, right? So. Um, I certainly think there's a world, I mean, you listen to Watson's own words, where he does not intend to settle any of these cases. So that puts you, right, we're not going to have any trials before August. Uh, so that would take you into 2023. So I certainly see a world, a possibility where the actual heavy testimony, or it may be a culpable or a civil finding after trial, comes in 2023. Uh, so listen, I, I'm happy to take it. It's a harder argument, Dan, but I'm not afraid of a challenge here. 2023 it is. Wall at 30. You know, Dan, forget about the civil trial. It's never going to take place. Uh, the National Football League began its investigation a year and two or three months ago. They're 15 months into the investigation. If they were to take action against Watson in 2023, it would have meant that they have taken two plus years to investigate these civil allegations, which is absolutely ridiculous. All parties on the league side want closure here, and the league can conduct its own investigation parallel. To any civil proceedings the league is not foreclosed by the civil schedule they will take action this year dan lost 30 we spent a lot of time on the show talking about how watson's base contract for 2022 has this one million dollar salary i also think there's a world here right where goodell goes you know what i'm smarter than you you can't make your base salary one million for 2022 and think you can get away with it i'm roger goodell I'll suspend you in the year where you're making more money. So let's not underestimate the commissioner Goodell here. Not the most popular guy in the world. And I think maybe he's worried that Manfred has surpassed him in terms of hatred. Goodell's going to be like, you know what? I got this. 2023. I'm taking it away from Watson. I'm Dan. I, I, I feel, I don't know if I feel very confident, but I feel pretty confident here. I feel pretty Conlon. confident I'm going to win. I feel pretty confident Conlon. I'm going to win this point. Yeah. Can I move? Can I move for leave to file a sir reply brief limited to 10 no. seconds? No, if, that's not if the rule. I, it, listen, if I attended any law school classes and understood what that meant, we, we, we could possibly have an answer for you. But that's why I have the Bachelor of Arts degree in journalism and not uh, a law degree. So with that said, though, Dan Wallach, you'll be fond of this outcome. Again, a second point has been awarded to Team Wallach. Listen, uh, you make the point, Dan, lost in your counter there that Roger Goodell thinks he's going to be the big bad wolf and blow – Huff and Pluff and Bo, Deshaun Watson's $1 million base salary and push it ahead, move his suspension to 2023. But the point that Wallach made earlier was, look, this investigation has already been ongoing. If a 2023 suspension happens, that means this investigation that the NFL took part in lasted over two and a half years. That is too long of a brain cloud to be hanging over the league itself Dan Wall because you know it's the way the NFL is looking at we have three major offseason stories that have already affected the NFL in a negative light I guarantee you uh you know history shows that we're gonna have something else happen before then Deshaun Watson cannot constantly be something that's hanging over Goodell's head he has to make a decision if he does it's gonna be the 2022 season oh and by the way Bench. Hold on. Yeah. Wait. Has anyone ever been down to nothing? Am I just like I don't. I don't time? think so. So you know, what I mean, I again, I wouldn't put this one in the records books at the Lust household. However, <laughs> I mean, on on bench points, the rebranding, we take things a little more serious here. All right. We were having fun before. Now with, with you know our students and stuff. This is grown man business, boys. So listen, you get swept. There's going to be a punishment that will be announced at the end of the show. 
So listen, Lars. You, no, hold on, hold on. We, we can't just make up rules on the fly. Like, it's, who, it's who, not, who, not how shows who are you talking to? We just can't make who, up rules. Who's holding the squeaky gavel here? I think I. So uh, that how about, how about, this is preposterous. I'm just yeah. how about, how about like record. professional wrestling? You're, you're out of order. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, hold on, hold on. This is a kangaroo court. We're not making up yeah. rules on the fly. But that said, this is all hypothetical. I'm not getting swept. You have, you have to leave Scarsdale or wherever oh, you live. Dan, Dan not getting swept. Don't get swept. Don't have to worry about it. There you go. Not getting swept. Two topics in the books, two victories for Mr. Dan Wallach down there in the great sunshine state of Florida. Gentlemen, we move to our third and final topic here on Bench Points. Brian Flores and the amended lawsuit this week now adds another three teams to bring the total to six. In the initial suit, it was the Dolphins, the New York Giants, and the Denver Broncos. This week now adding the Houston Texans along with the Arizona Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans. Joining him in the lawsuit, former Cardinals head coach Steve Wilkes and former Titans defensive coordinator Ray Horton. This seems like the floodgates are only beginning to open in this lawsuit. And like I said with Watson, the NFL has its hands full in dealing with a number of scandals this offseason. Dan Walk, you're the first one to high ground. You hold serve here. Total number of teams that will be named as defendants in this floor's lawsuit. Over under 15 and a half. Go ahead, 45. Colin, it's going to be way under. In the federal court system, you only get so many chances to amend a complaint. Uh, they've already made that one amendment, and the addition of all these new teams is unnecessary because the remaining 26 NFL teams are already, in, in effect, defendants to this lawsuit by virtue of being named as John Doe defendants. The reason the other three plaintiffs were, or the other two plaintiffs were added was mainly to provide sort of balance for purposes of class certification to have uh, somebody who's never been a head coach, which is which is Ray Horton, and then the bridge coach in Steve Wilkes. So you needed these two additional plaintiffs to provide sort of balance. You're not going to have all these new plaintiffs joining because they're not necessary. Dan Loss, 45 to you. Okay, you see this? See this? Glass is coming off here. We're not losing this, guys. Okay, so here's what's happening. Optics. Tennessee Titans felt the need to respond, right, with their own public statement because they felt like they were under the gun. There was no necessarily a need to add the Titans because you actually sued the NFL. You sued all 32 member clubs. But guess what? You did it and you sent a shockwave through Tennessee. Dan, you and I were quoted in the Tennessean. Okay. I know that story, right? That these allegations are felt within Tennessee. So 15 and a half. I mean, listen, you can amend the complaint more than one time. You're not barred by one amended complaint. I think there will be more. I think there'll be two, three, four. I don't think we're stopping at three plaintiffs here. Class action, right? This is supposed to be an open class action case. I certainly can see this rise, this number rising. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Optics, Dan. Optics. Force the teams to respond. Dan Wallach, 30. Hey, Dan, if you know anything about class action litigation, all these other <laughs> unnamed blackhead coaches are already part of the lawsuit as unnamed class members. The, the plaintiffs that were added are simply serving in, the, in a representative capacity as class representatives. None of these dozens of other unnamed head coaches need to put their names to a complaint because, number one, there could be repercussions. More importantly, they're already adequately represented by the three named plaintiffs. No reason at all for them to take that chance. There is enough here for class certification. Dan Luss, round us out. Save yourself. Okay. So, celebrating. so February, right, we had three teams, okay? By April, right, we have another three teams. I'm seeing a trend here. I'm seeing this number continue to increase. So regardless, Dan, of the technical requirements of a class action certification, what I'm seeing, Dan, 
Are you, are you lighting up a victory cigar while I'm going? Okay, let, let's talk about pre premature <laughs> ghost of Red Hour back. Let's let's relax here, okay? Because Dan, this again, this is a lawsuit about optics, right? This is a guy that sued during the Super Bowl week. Optics are suing all 32 NFL teams individually named, going after each team, applying the pressure to each team, and amending the caption. It's not a big deal, right? We're not we're talking about substance over form, right? I I, I, I see this number going up, Dan. Up, 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 up. Up. Colin, up can I up. light the victory cigar? <laughs> you already did. You already lit it. He was. And he lit it, but he lit it prematurely. Dan Lust oh. saves his bacon. Because here's where I find Mr. Lust's argument a little more captivating. Listen, Brian Flores took the initial step. He took this step and he said, look, I might never coach again, but this needs to be heard and this needs to be voiced. Steve Wilkes, Ray Horton, joining his side, stepping up and bringing their issues to light and bringing their experiences where they've been given sham interviews and being incentivized, incentivized rather, excuse me, to lose. I think the more people that stack their names to this show that the NFL, they're not afraid of potential repercussions they could face or job security, stuff like that. The more people on this list putting their name to paper, I think is a better representation for Mr. Flores' lawsuit. So Dan lost the point is yours. You save yourself from the sweep. That would have been embarrassing on bench points. Uh, the rebranding, debut dan lust getting swept out the door we would have had to do something two one wallach is the victor well guys this wraps bench points uh the rebranding but with dan squared you guys gentlemen were both fantastic as always conduct detrimental your leader in sports law coverage next week we'll be back guys as always i'm conlin farrell